You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 86. So today was day two of Startup Ignition. And I have to be honest, I literally thought my brain was going to explode. Um, So here's the thing. When you are mentored by wildly successful people, I mean, like, who've done hundreds of millions of dollars in business deals, um, they just have a totally different outlook. And so I learned today the purpose of starting a business. And it actually really surprised me because I was like, wait, what? What? No, no. Um, For those of you that don't know, the ultimate goal in creating a business is to sell it. And I learned that today. So if you knew, congratulations, you're two steps ahead of me. But I had no idea. Like, what? No, like that's my baby. Like I've been building this. Like I want to work on it. I want to do it. And basically what I learned is like when you work really, really hard and you build something that's worth a lot, somebody else can come in and buy it and run it and they'll sell it. You'll sell it to them. They cut you a check ideally for, you know, a lot of money. But if some, like, let's just use the number $10 million, for example. I know that's like crazy far out there, but um, just for our purposes here, let's say you start a company, it does really well, it grosses, you know, seven figures in profits and you sell it for $10 million. Now you can continue to keep working on your business that's grossing a million dollars a year, or you can take the payout and invest that money and live off the interest, create another business and do the same thing. Like, I think that's why wildly successful people become serial entrepreneurs is they understand this concept and this principle of really putting your heart and soul into a business and then flipping it and turning it and having all of that liquid capital to be able to actually live a life of true freedom. So by me creating a six-figure, multi-six-figure or seven-figure business, if I don't show up to work in my business, then I don't make money. If you sell a business and you invest the bulk of that money instead of being an idiot and buying things that are insanely expensive, like a Lamborghini and a mansion, you can actually live very comfortably on the interest and continue to keep working if that's what you choose or giving or, you know, traveling or whatever. Like it's like the ultimate freedom um, versus having to go to a job, whether it's for yourself or whether it's for an employer. And I don't know why I had never thought of that. And one of the first slides we saw today was think big. You know what I mean? Think big. And I was like, yeah, thinking big, making seven figures a year. That's thinking big. But again, like thinking bigger would be selling something for multiple seven figures and having the freedom to do whatever you want and to create something new. And I think about how many different ideas I have in my head and how I feel limited sometimes on just the one thing that I should be really good at. And I'm like, man, how cool would that be to change my perception and my paradigm and to kind of go in any direction I wanted because I actually had the freedom to do so. And not just that, like I really believe that when you live in somewhere as great as the United States, you have opportunity all around you. And there's not very many places in the world where you can create a business and become a first generation millionaire because of hard work coming from nothing. And by putting yourself in situations and 
um, going out and asking for help and meeting different people and asking people, who do you know? Like that's how it happens. And I, I was kind of looking up today around this class and there's about 20 people and some of them are just so brilliant, way more successful than me. And I'm here networking and I'm like, whoa, like how did I even get here? And it's really just like putting your hard work and desires and what you want into the universe and then asking for help saying like to who you know, like who do you know that can help me get here? Who do you know that does this thing that I need instead of feeling like you need to do it all the time? And the last takeaway that I I really, really liked today was the struggle of being a lone wolf entrepreneur. And as someone who has been a lone wolf for the past seven years with my other business, I feel that this is so true. But when you have a business partner and it's set up correctly and you both are you know, putting in hard work and care about the business as much as the other person, or if not more, right? You feel like you care more and the other person feels like they care more. Um, you can come up with the most amazing solutions to problems and uh, tackle um, concepts and ideas and challenges and pivot in more creative ways than you could have alone. And I love puzzles. I love um, riddles and I love solving things. And it was so interesting. Again, we did the same exercise from yesterday where, you know, he put a cup in front of us, a paper cup and said, I'm going to give you 30 seconds and come up with however many uses you can in 30 seconds. And in 30 seconds, I came up with 15 uses for a cup. You know, I could turn it into a planter. I could use it to build sandcastles. I could cut it up and make it into bracelets. You know, the list goes on and on. And I'm like, man, it's so interesting when you, again, are being creative with restraints. Tell me what I can do with this. Like how you think about things differently instead of wishing and hoping that some investor would shower you with hundreds of, you know, thousands of dollars so that you could just have the business you want. Um, if you are not disciplined enough to come up with a business model, a business plan of how you plan to test your idea, market it, um, get it sold and acquire customers, having more money won't help you with those things. And so people who build true wealth understand that when you do a startup business, that you are bootstrapping and it's a different phase. It's kind of like um, a caterpillar that's going into the cocoon and it's building its wings and it's growing and that metamorphosis is happening. And then it changes and it becomes this beautiful butterfly. And that's kind of what I think the misconception I had with startups was, is like, you forget that it's going to metamorphosize, is that a word, <laughs> into an actual business that's generating revenue. And so when you build something, when you invest in your dreams, when you invest in your ideas, it's called the hockey stick J curve. So if you think about the curve of a hockey stick, it starts up high and then it goes down and then the long handle slants back up. So you invest time, money, sweat equity, whatever into your business. And it actually goes negative into the profits. And then as soon as you get it all built and you're ready for that metamorphosis, it starts on an upward trajectory. And that's where that exponential growth comes from. So anyway, my, my brain is just exploding because I feel like I, again, I'm like, wow, I'm playing so small. I'm playing so small. And here I am in the middle of this rebrand and I'm like, oh, I should rebrand and just kind of scrap my old business and, and do this one right the way I know how now. 
and start Chelsea Curtis, you know, LLC and have all of my products under my name. And I was like, wait, I don't, I don't want to have to sell my name. You know, like Kate Spade did that. Calvin Klein did that. And I'm just like, no, I want to be able to own my name. So I'm kind of back to the drawing board a little bit on how, um, how I want to proceed. But yeah, it's, it's amazing when you get in these circles and, and you don't have to pay, you know, thousands of dollars to go to a training. Honestly, if you just look online, look for a BNI group, you can look for, um, meetups, just look for people who are doing things that you want to do and either earn your way into those circles or buy your way in by, you know, paying the small fee or buying someone lunch or whatever it takes to talk to someone who is smarter and more talented than you are. Because that is how you get light years ahead of where you would be on your own by someone else gifting you that knowledge and that education that you literally could not get any other way. And I am just so grateful because in two days, I mean, I, I've left every day with a headache. I'm exhausted mentally. I'm tired of sitting in a hard chair. But what I'm learning is so impactful and powerful that I can't, um, I can't wait for tomorrow. And I'm really, really excited. So the lesson for today is the business you are building, think about building it to scale and scaling it so that it's appealing and sellable. So if you're building a business model that you're, um, you know, that you're wanting to only have you working in it, no employees, nothing else, you know, that's not very scalable. So think about what you're doing and how you can get more people involved. And if you do it right, you'll not only bless other people and give them work and a job and bless their lifestyle, but if you do it right, um, you could probably sell it and have a nice payout, even if it's not millions of dollars. I mean, you could still sell a business for, you know, $50,000 or $100,000 or whatever. It's still capital that you can now go and invest without needing an investor to pay off or to cut into your company percentage or split equity with in your business. And so these are all really cool, awesome things to consider. So thank you for joining me. I cannot wait until day three tomorrow. I'm sure my brain is going to be fried. And that's why I'm trying every day to just come back here and share what I've learned. But thank you for being here and I'll catch you in the next episode.